here in the Niner locker room with Charvarius Ward, and, and uh, man, the team's rolling right now. And eight in a row, right? Yeah. How, how do you feel about the way things are rolling? Uh, I feel great. Confident, believing in ourselves. We got to continue to um, just work on our game, and every day just like focus on ourselves and get better, and like we're going to continue. Hopefully, we can keep, keep this streak alive going into the playoffs, stay hot. You should have been a pro bowler. I'm not sure why you mm -hmm. weren't. How um, does that sit with you? Pro Bowl or not, man, I want to win a Super Bowl. Um, all the um, individual accolades, it'll come eventually, man. I'm just, you know, keep my head down, keep grinding. Um, still got next season. I still maybe, maybe I can be the Super Bowl MVP or something like that. You know, you there never you know. Go. There so you go. Um, I'm just, you know, stay optimistic, stay positive, you know, continue to get better every day. The Chiefs, you mm -hmm. played hurt in that game. The Chiefs had a really good passing day. Since oh, yeah. that point, yeah. you guys really have tightened it up. What yeah. was the, What's been the difference? Uh, man, we had to like look in the mirror because you know, obviously, we started the season off like super hot, like on defense. Then we had that little hiccup against T against the Kansas City T's, and everybody kind of like started doubting us a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We finally played a great quarterback, a great offense. They probably they thought uh, the early season success we had was kind of like a fluke, but, like we knew it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? We had to like just go back to the drawing board and and just work on ourselves, and that's what we've been doing like these past eight weeks, just working on ourselves and, and fixing our own mistakes. I love the Seattle game, mm -hmm. man. It was like you you just locked down DK, and you guys guys you guys went at it. I mean, yeah. what was that night like for you? Yeah, he tried to bully me a little bit, man, Like, but that ain't happening, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm a, I feel like I'm a great player. He a great player, too, but, I mean, it, it was fun going up against him. I had a, it was a good matchup, and I think I had a lot of success against him. Yeah, you, you locked yeah. him up. Now, would you, uh, do you like going up against a big physical guy, or would you rather go I, up yeah, against I a fast guy? Yeah, it don't matter who I play against. I feel like I'm, I can be physical. I'm fast, too, so it don't matter what skill set you right? got. Yeah, I can match anybody's skill set, I feel like. What do you think this week with Devontae? I mean, Devontae? Uh, yeah, tell me about Devontae. You watch him on film. He's oh, yeah, really I played advanced. him last year. I played him last year. He, uh, he, I think he's a great receiver. Like he got, he great at the catch point. First of all, like yeah. on the ball in there, like he not adjust to the ball, one hand, two hands, whatever. Um, great route runner as well, and he got good releases off the line of scrimmage. So I just think with me going against him, you got to have good patience and good eyes because he like kind of quick and jittery, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes like he going left, but he going right, you know what I'm saying? So, and he deceptive, deceptive in his routes. He can fake this way and go back the other way. So I think in me, I just got to play patient and with real good eyes against him. You know, there's a bunch of different, bunch of different kinds of balls that you defend. And mm -hmm. I'm sure there's techniques involved with all of it. Right. Talk to us about the back shoulder because that, you know, when Rogers, when he was at with Rogers in Green yeah. Bay, man, they had perfected that back shoulder thing yeah. where it was just deadly on I corners. think that's one of like the hardest passes in football yeah. to defend when the quarterback and um, the receiver got good chemistry, just like Jamar Chase and, um, and um, Joe Burrow, I feel yeah. like they got the best back shoulder in the league right now. Like once you got that good chemistry with the quarterback, like you can be running full speed. Like it, it's supposed to be a, a go ball, but if the cornerback on top, you just throw the ball and you just the receiver no win to turn around. So as a corner, you just gotta have you gotta be like sticky as possible, like close as possible to him. And when his eyes go back, you might not be able to get your eyes back with him. So you gotta just like pay through his hands. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a feel and timing thing. You gotta kind of like disrupt them at the line of scrimmage and try to push them as far as you can to the sideline when you know the back shoulder coming. So, I mean, the ball might be out of bounds and you just play into his hands, don't give him no space to complete that pass. When you're studying for an opponent, do you mm -hmm. look at the quarterback's tendencies more or the receiver's tendencies or both? Uh, more more the receivers. Of course, I'm looking at like what, what balls the quarterback like to throw, you know sure. what I'm saying? I know 
Derrick Carr, you know, Derrick Carr, like, he liked the deep ball a lot, you know what I'm saying? He thought about up high a lot of times, but since he's not playing, we got to find some old, old film and um, old film and still him and see what he liked to throw. I think he played um, in one blowout game this year, so I got to go back and watch that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more focused on the receiver, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather lock him up and whatever, the, whatever ball come, try to get my hands on it. Yeah. Washington, I thought, had some good receivers in that they had guys with speed Young and Terry. with ball skills, right? Yeah, I, think so, Terry, I think Terry McLaurin and great Dotson receiver. Not, wasn't bad yeah, either. Yeah, right? I was on Terry most of the game. Yeah, I, I, I really didn't cover Dotson, but um, yeah, Terry McLaurin, I think he 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 fast. You know, I didn't I didn't know he was that good. He fast. He a, a real good route runner. He smooth. He real smooth. But I mean, I didn't give up. Two, I had two holding calls against him. One of them was kind of BS. You know what I'm saying? But the other one, it was like a double move. He got me on the double move, but um. Yeah, they had some good receivers, but you guys, you guys get Arizona coming up. D Hop, what, what do they do? Oh, round two. Give me a little D Hop. Nah, D Hop, man. D Hop, I think D Hop a good receiver. Like you know, it's crazy. Like growing up, when he was at Clemson, I used to love, like love watching him, Sammy Watkins, and they had another receiver at Clemson. I forgot who it was, though. I know it was him and Sammy Watkins. They used to yeah. be two of my favorite receivers, even when, like his early his crew with um the Sean Watson. Like, I used to always root for D Hop. You know what I'm saying? So I am not, I'm not saying he was my idol or nothing right. like that, but like I used to always cheer for him. I used to love playing with him on Madden. I used to always want him to have like 100 yards a game, just like me watching him in college and stuff like that. And and the little beef we had earlier this year, man, I don't know where it came from because I played him so many times in Kansas City. He never had like that type of beef with me or that that type of attitude with me. Like he never tried to like bully me or nothing like that. But like, I mean, I guess I don't know. We was in Mexico, Monday Night Football. He wanted some attention, man. So he was he was acting out. He was acting a little out of character, to be honest, because he never acted like that toward me. Like I don't, I don't have no beef toward him. Like I still think he's a good receiver, but when you try to like disrespect me and stuff like that, I don't care who you is. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, I can I can act the same way you can act. Exactly. You, know I mean? you ain't taking that. How about Justin Jefferson if you got Minnesota? What do you, what do you think of him? This year? A, he has been huge. Yeah, you know we all had joint practice with him. Yeah, what, what'd you think? I, of that? I was hurt though. I was hurt. I, I didn't practice, but what do you think of him as a player though? Because I mean, he's just having yeah. a year, man. He a hell of a receiver. He a hell of a receiver. Like it's just like he's so like slippery and jittery. Like he can move so good and he can high point the ball. He can play inside, outside. He can run any route in the rock tree. I just think he, a, he a, also he an alpha male, so like he believe in himself. He know he a big dog, and they feed him like he a big dog, and he take advantage of everybody throw his way. So I definitely like, I would love to play him. I look forward to that matchup if we see them in the playoffs. The toughest fun. cover of the year for you, toughest cover. This year so far? This year so far. Uh, This year so far. I thought it was going to be Tyreek Hill, man. Yeah, what did you think of him? Yeah. He's explosive, man. You know, I played with Tyreek for a year. I knew, I knew. I mean, you can't see that. I knew he was pretty fast. Yeah. But that game, we didn't play a, like we didn't play a lot of man. I didn't, we didn't man him up a lot. We played a lot of zone coverage that game. So right. I wouldn't give it to Tyreek Hill. I'm trying to think of the toughest cover this year. Cooper Cup. Cup. <laughs> I messed up good with Cup, man. I feel like rece receivers, they kind of like that I, I'm not going to say I worry about or like probably that I that I probably um, I have probably a little issues with a receiver that's like fast and can run every route. So I think Terry McLaurin was one of the better receivers I faced this year. Cause DK DK like he a big receiver. Yeah. Oh yeah. He runs straight or yeah, slant. He, you know. Exactly. He runs straight routes. Kind of like the same way. You know. Uh, not to disrespect those guys, but I, I I would say Terry McLaurin was a great receiver. He was a good receiver. I I, I hope I'm not missing nobody though. Well, I mean, it's, been a, it's been a long season. I forgot who I we played. <laughs> hey, if you guys get Philly, would you get Devontae or would you get AJ Brown? 
and, and I know you've probably gone up. That's like that's like one A one B right there. Right. That's like one A one B. I played AJ Brown's big yeah, physical, he, but Devontae's AJ Brown trophy. I mean, yeah, Devontae. I, I never played against Devontae, but me being in Kansas City, you know, we had a little thing with Tennessee Titans almost every year. We played them every year. So, Devont I mean, not Devontae, but um, AJ Brown. He a good receiver, physical. He can run good routes too. So, I mean, all it's up to the coaches staff who they gonna put me on that game. I know whoever it is, we gonna have our work cut out for that game. Give me, give me a little thumbnail because you go against these Niner receivers in practice. Mm -hmm. So tell me about them. Tell me the about Niner these receivers. receivers. Yeah, let's go through them. Tell, tell me about Ayuk. Ba, quick, real. I think he he real quick and he explosive. Um, good route runner. I think I think Ba. I think he, I definitely think Ba a great receiver. One of the Debo. top ten top ten receivers in, in the league. Debo. Yeah. Physical, fast, physical and fast. Uh, good route runner as well. Debo, I think Debo a, a good football player, like one of the best football players in the league, just not being just receiver. Like, you put the ball in his hands, he definitely, he finna make something happen for you, no matter if it's behind the line of scrimmage, 30 yards down the field, 40 yards down the field, across the middle of the field, he gonna make something happen. He How the guy. Uh, Juwan? He talks a big game. Yeah, he do. <laughs> Juwan, nah, Juwan talk a lot of uh, trash, but um, I think he like, he surprised me, man, because I thought he was like, was gonna be like an outside receiver like that run like, you know, slants and fades, but here they put him in the inside and he run like option routes, you know, double moves sometimes. And so he, he quicker than, he way quicker than what I thought he was. So I think he a great number three receiver for sure. How about Ray Ray? Give me something on Ray Ray. He's got some speed. Ray Ray, yeah, Ray Ray got Ray's a stride. Ray Ray got a stride. Ray Ray, Ray, got a, Ray, Ray got a stride. Ray Ray, he one of the best receivers in the, in the NFL that I played against it, like stepping on your toes. So they mean like when, I'm, when you playing off, he good at eating up receivers, I mean cornerbacks cushions like right now and stepping on your toes and he run them deep posts or, or go ball and stuff like that. What do you so, think of the kid, Danny Gray? Super fast, fast, yeah. Danny, Danny's super fast. Like he got a uh I think he gotta like work on like just changing direction and work on his route running. But I think I think when everything clicked for him, like he he gonna be a, a dangerous threat. He gonna be real dangerous. Last one for you. Give me your thought on Brock. He's obviously playing well. It's four Brock, games. Give me your thought. I think Brock Confident in himself, man. He, I think he, he believe he QB one no matter who in the room. Yeah. And that's, that's like the most important thing you gotta have, like just confidence and belief in yourself. And, and he got that. And he making all the throws. He putting up, what well, we've been scoring thirty a game ever yeah. since he been the starter. So I love about he giving he giving his defense thirty points. He's gonna be hard to beat us. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. No problem. Locker room with Javon Kinlaw came back this week. Um, I want to talk about the play on the goal line, man. You <laughs> took up both guys, got the combo block, and that freed up Fred to make the tackle on the ball carrier. That's the kind of play that you bring to the table. Tell us about that play. I mean, it's goal line, short yardage type of situation, so you know it's going to be mano y mano. Like, it ain't nothing else going on. They come at you, you got to go at them. So, like, no, you, you just got to be the first person to make contact, and you're good yeah. every time. It don't matter. If you make the first blow, then good. One people, two people, three, don't matter. Well, I mean, some in some cases, but I mean, you know, you, when I got the structure I got, you know, I can, I can do things like yeah, that. Yeah, so, we can take them together. Yeah. How's the knee? That's good, man. Yeah. You feel good? Yeah, very, very strong right now. Um, and, and just trying to keep on building my strength up. And what do you do for that? You do rehab during the day? Nah. I just lift, <laughs> just lift a lot of weights. Yep, a lot of single leg stuff, man. A lot of stuff. Um, man, if you have a, a big month, this team could win the Super Bowl. 
I mean, we're gonna win regardless. <laughs> you think so? I know so. Man. Okay. But don't you feel like, don't you think I'm right though? If, if you have a huge week, a huge month, this team's gonna kick butt. I mean, you can't take away, you can't take away the, the credit of what has already been accomplished. Yeah, that's true. I was, when I'm here, not you know, we've been they've been doing their thing, you know. And yeah. sure, I'm just happy to be a part of it. You feel me? I'm just happy to finally be a part of something. You know that? Like, totally. Hey, what do you think of your locker mate here, Kevin Givens, T. Y. McGill? These, these guys are. Yeah, you guys got a bunch of tackles balling right now. Bro, everybody, I think, I said this like, maybe like last week, but I think bro, everybody, whether it's from top to bottom, can go somewhere and start somewhere else. Like, that's just a, a group of talent that Kaserik has put together here. So, like like he says, he doesn't really think about the group as backups or starters. Like, you know, right. like, everybody can start at all times. So, but they've been doing a hell of a job. Um, so, I'm just glad that I can kind of watch and learn from those guys because it's like I'm still younger than the, the, the both of them. So, like, yeah. That's true. Yeah, That's right. That's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, Armstead is back. He's playing well, man. He's he always well. does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is he, is he pretty much the leader in that room? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. The brains, you know, everything else. Um, he's always the guy, like, kind of trying to let everybody else know, like, kind of, hey, look for this tip, look for this key. Like, if you see this, this is going on. If you see that, you know, so... What do the Raiders look like to you on film? I mean, they look like they're gonna try to run the ball just yeah. like last week. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be a probably 30, 35, 35 clip run. You know, they're gonna probably run the ball maybe 35 times. So shit, I'm looking forward to that. Leverage is your game, man. If you play low, there's no, you can't be beat. Yep. How do you? How how much of a challenge is that for you to play low? It's got to be on your mind. Like, yeah. if it's not on my mind, you will know. But like, if it's on my mind, you will know. You know, kind of thing. Um, so I always got to think about pad level. You know, and it just takes time to kind of build up that callus of knowing, like, all right, I got to play low. Like, if not, then you know, it's not gonna look good. You know, yeah. so when I go to practice, I just think about pad level all the time. I used to like write pad level down on my tape. Like, I really? used to, yeah, my coach used to tell me like, do like get something like. So you can see it all the time, so you can know it's always on your mind. Like, so I think I might start doing it again. Though, you know, I've been out so long. Why not? So. Yeah. Um, you guys, your linebackers has crazy speed and production, and if you absorb blockers, if your D line absorbs blockers, these guys can just run for days and make plays. That's got to feel good, knowing that if you just take on guys, man. There are guys behind you that are going to come up and make big hits. Oh yeah, every time. Just you know, just do your job. That's it. Yeah. You know. 10 other guys, they're going to do their job just as well, you know, yeah. so it's always a blessing, definitely a blessing to have those guys back there, you know, and even the secondary, you know, I feel like our secondary is one of the more physical secondaries, um, so, yeah. This team feels like it's on a big time roll and like going to keep it rolling, I mean, give me your feeling of, of the momentum that this team has right now. Um, I mean, do you feel I it? I don't know how to just, I don't know how to explain it though. Like I can't explain it. It's just a feeling you can't really explain. You know, something I'm used to. Like I never, like during my whole career playing football, like I never like like been a part of anything like this. So right. I can't really explain. You know, like it's just a, surreal for me. You know, to be able to come in and be able to feed off of everything that's going on. You know, it's just crazy right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> How good does it just feel to be like 
part of this locker room and getting in the games and stuff now you know we go around and talk to everybody everybody has been super nice to us everybody seems like they're like humble but confident and just seems like a great room overall to be around tabor pepper said you know nothing this is not locker rooms like nothing he's ever experienced before so like how good does it feel to just be really a big part oh, of that again it's a blessing man it's a, it's a blessing speaking from just my, my experiences and everything that i've been through um it's, it's just a blessing shit i wasn't even supposed to make it this far anyway so to be able to be a part of an environment like this um, it's just a blessing man. it's a real blessing um, I, I see they really did a good job with picking who they want around here you know i'm just glad that they felt about me enough to feel like i could fit in around these guys you know so yeah last one um coach eric when i watch him coaching he in the, the field i mean it's high energy man it's like that all the time he has meetings like is the meetings like that yeah all the time really yeah where does he get that energy? Some people got it, some people don't. Yeah. He's the same way every day. Like, does, he, does he motivate you guys? To all play? the time. And does he especially? He? Hell yeah. Like, every day you know it's going to be, you're going to have a fire lit under you every day. From the first day of fucking OTAs to right now, he's never changed. Like, never. Like, like never. Like, for real, for real. Like, yeah. never. Yeah. So, he's, yeah. he's the driving force. Oh, yeah. What's it like making the Pro Bowl? Awesome. Awesome. It's a wonderful experience um, to be voted in by all fans that watch the game. Um, but really, I mean, my, I learned early on that the eye in the sky doesn't lie, so the tape, right? So everything that you put on tape is watched, whether it's practice, whether it's game film, and um, to be um, rewarded by my peers and other coaching staffs, like to get rewarded to go to the Pro Bowl, it means a lot because that's like one thing I pride myself on is good tape. And so, to put good tape out there and then make a Pro Bowl, it means a lot. Brock has connected with you a couple times the last few weeks down the seam, and it seems seems like a difficult throw to make, but he's making that throw look pretty easy. Pretty. Talk to us, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that. that yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> pretty. Right. But what do you ultimately that throw, that seam throw? That's a difficult pass sometimes to make. Yeah. Um, no, I'll keep saying about Brock. He's played the quarterback position. He played four years in college. He's a lot of starts. He's made all the throws in college. And yes, the NFL is it's faster, bigger bodies. It's harder. Defenses are smarter. Um, but I mean, he's made those throws before, and he's just coming out. And it, he's, he's just a natural out there. You can really tell. Like he no throws too big for him. He's excited. He wants a challenge. He had a throw today. Larry looked like he curved a ball and around a defender to Ayuk. It was wild. And um, he said, "Oh, that wasn't a very good throw." And I'm sitting there like. Looks really nice to me, so he's a hard critique on himself. He's good in the huddle. I mean, he's done nothing but been great for us. Curved a throw, like like bend it like Beckham. He just kind of curved it in. I don't know what's wow. no like wanted with Angelino Jolie, like the bullet. That's yeah. all. That's what I pictured in my head. I was like, sheesh. I don't think he even tried to do it, but that's what I saw. There's a lot of Pro Bowl players here. There's 13 or 14 guys when you consider the alternates. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much you talked to John Lynch, but John Lynch and those guys, Adam Peters, those guys are hitting. And they're not just hitting on day one of the draft. They're hitting late in the draft, day three, and they're hitting after the draft. That they are. Are you taking notice of that in here? Because this is a deep room right now. It is. Uh, this is a fantastic locker room. Um, well, I mean, my favorite thing is the guys they bring in are high-character guys. Um, I think we've only had like maybe one or two years where there's been a couple guys that you know didn't fit the culture, and uh, within a couple weeks they were gone. And so I've really appreciated John and Kyle keeping this locker room clean, full of guys that we want to be around, whether it's how they are on the field or how they are off the field. And we only bring great guys in here, and 
Um, when you have a lot of great guys that have the same goals, high character, you push each other every single day, and that's why you have so many Pro Bowl guys, whether it's active or whether it's your alternates. And it's uh, every position, special teams, defense, offense, they're all over the field. And there's probably a few guys that should be starters that you know, are only alternates, and probably some guys that aren't even alternates that should be. And it's the NFL, and not everyone gets, you know, um, they don't get you know, the spotlight on them all the time, but guys are getting better. And um, you look at this roster, I think more guys will be in the Pro Bowl even next year. The Raiders are dealing with a quarterback change, obviously. The they sport. are. They are, yes, they are. as you may have heard. Yeah. Um, obviously, circumstances here have been very different as to the why, but how disruptive is that on the week, especially when you find out, let's say, a couple days I would say our position is, I mean, I think changing quarterbacks is difficult regardless. Um, like I said, I mean, I've had three quarterbacks four out of my six years. So I'm kind of used to it, which I really wish I wasn't used to it, but it is what it is. That's kind of crazy. It is. It's nuts to think about. Um, but like when it comes to an injury and you know a guy's going to be out, it's not based on his play. Like that's what one thing we've been fortunate. Like I haven't really been around um, when a guy's gotten benched for their play. Um, I think that would be very difficult in the Raiders situation. I'm very glad that we're not dealing with that. I, it has to be. Um, it has to be hard for some of the guys in that locker room. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of Derek Carr. I like the way that he plays. You can tell his players love him. Tell his teammates love him. Um, unfortunate, but and that's the game of football. It's a business, and it's tough sometimes. But yeah, like I said, like I mean, all of our quarterback changes usually come with someone being hurt. So a little bit different. Um, but yeah, uh, it's always difficult, no matter what the scenario is. George, I yes, know sir. that you know. Forty ers Raiders the thing. It's it, it's a big rivalry. It is. It, fan bases do not get along. No. That said, yes. whether it was high school, college, pro, what was your big rivalry? Ooh. Well, you know, I like the. I'm honestly a fan of the Raiders fans in Oakland. I will say that their team abandoned them. Um, left this left the state completely. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're still fans, so I really respect them. You know, the Niners, you know, we're still here. You know, we left San Francisco, but we're still, you know, close to San Francisco. So, you know, uh, you know our team stayed in California because we're loyal out here. But um, besides that, one of my biggest rivalries, who I had a huge rivalry in college. Uh, my favorite one, well, we had four trophy games in college, which was really fun. Um, they're fighting Brock Purdy's at Iowa State. Actually, my favorite one was actually whenever we beat Minnesota because the trophy is um, Floyd and it's like a 200-pound, 300-pound bronze pig. It's fantastic. Yeah, look into it. It started off back in, I don't know, what, the 30s or 40s as a real pig and then they changed it into a bronze pig and like you literally need two to three people to carry it off the field and it's my favorite trophy just because of how obnoxious it is. I would like to have been in the boardroom when they decided, well, what are we going to give the winning team? It's, I know, a pig. I think it was it was between two, uh, like, uh, the mayor of wherever the University of Minnesota is and the mayor of Iowa City and they were like, oh yeah, we'll get a pig from whatever state and that's what started off and then that was kind of a hassle so they made it into a trophy. You think you know everything and then you walk in the locker room and you come out with knowledge. Wow. <laughs> you ever catch against the Raiders in 2018 from that, though, the one-hander? Yes. Um, on a degree of difficulty ranking, you've made a lot of good ones since then. Yeah. Where, where does that one rank for you in, in, in your career? I think that's a top three for me. It's not, I don't think it's my number one, but it's definitely up there. I will say um, I got lucky. The safety didn't feel like destroying me, and Nick gave me a nice softball, and you know, you just have to close your eyes once in a while, and it hits. You're left-handed and everything. So I'm guessing it was top one, the one at Cincinnati last year in the fourth quarter? No, that would be up there, too. I think my best catch would be Washington 2019. I had a basic over the middle of the field. It was like third down in the rain game. Uh, it's one of I had Jimmy G's favorite throw. That is Jimmy G's favorite catch of mine, but that was probably one of the most difficult in the rain. You ever been in Vegas on New Year's Eve? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Will you guys get a chance to enjoy it at all? Probably Goodness not. gracious, no. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. And Saturday night, probably at a later time, so we'll go right into meetings, right into bed. We're sitting 30 miles off the strip. Will you look out the window? No, my blinds will be closed. <laughs> my wife and my family will be enjoying New Year's Eve, and my phone will be on mute, so I don't have to get any of their photos. There you go.